The other work is where my arguments are supported heavily by important research developments. Developments that often don't get as much attention as they should, as they're important and insightful, and when discussed in relation to how we can apply them for our day-to-day work, are incredibly useful. This chapter is much more personal to me, and it's extremely practical. I've had the opportunity to coach and train literally hundreds of professionals globally on presentation impact and effectiveness, and in this session, I'm going to share what I believe to be the fundamental keys that can differentiate you and lead to your success in this area, and touch on what trips most people up and how to avoid them. We look at three message success enablers to presentation success and the one main inhibitor to message success. Let me start by sharing a story. The other day I had the opportunity to coach a successful senior consultant. She's a technical expert in her field and very good at what she does. My brief was that while she definitely knows her stuff and is valued by the firm, she doesn't give off a confident, strong enough impression to clients or to the most senior partners of her firm when she presents. And would I help her to have a more powerful impact? The presentation was for an upcoming meeting with an existing client, an energy company in Norway. She was to present her firm's ideas for how they would or could add value to the company going forward. She would have a junior consultant joining her, but was responsible for giving the main presentation. There had been whisperings lately that the long-standing client of theirs was considering other service providers. At the beginning of our session, I got Christine to deliver her prepared presentation to me as if I was her audience. We recorded it so she could review it, and I gave her extensive feedback on her message and style. Just as an aside, before we get started, if you want to improve your presentation impact, one of the best things to do is to take advantage of technology and record yourself delivering the presentation. If you're going to stand in the presentation, which most likely you are if there's more than five people, otherwise it's difficult to keep the right energy, then stand in your run-through. Ideally, do this run-through to someone else, a colleague, friend, partner. Ask them to pretend to be the audience and ask them to be prepared to give you feedback afterwards on three specific things. How you came across what they liked and didn't about your presentation, and what you could do differently to improve. Even though it can be strange to ask and sometimes harder to hear, feedback will make you better. With their feedback in mind, watch the recording and make decisions about what to do differently. We can feel like it's a total pain to do this. Many of us would much rather just review and tweak the content. But it does make a difference. So just like many things in life, don't do it because you like it, do it because it's good for you. Okay, let's have a look at the first message success enabler, strategy before content. When preparing a presentation, the worst thing we can do, which I think we've all been guilty of at times, is to open up an old set of PowerPoint slides, which are on a similar topic or to a similar audience, save a new version of those under the new presentation name and start to adapt the old slides. Unless it's exactly the same presentation to the same audience group, it's really not going to do you any justice. I'm not saying you can't incorporate material from other presentations, but it's definitely not the starting point. 
It might seem like it's easier and less work than starting from a blank slate, but it will be disappointing to give an average presentation, which is what it's likely to turn into. It takes motivation and energy to start from scratch. To motivate yourself, don't just picture the presentation going well, but picture how you'll feel and what it will mean if the presentation goes really well. What outcome is a great, powerful presentation likely to make? Visualize how you'll feel and what will happen if you really nail it. Before even opening PowerPoint, it's vital to think about your strategy. Start with audience analysis. This doesn't mean just the basics of thinking about who will be in your audience, what they know, what they don't know, what level you can pitch it, what level of technical terms you can use without it becoming confusing and too much jargon, etc. All those things are important, but the one thing I tend to find that we overlook